0: This is sacredspacehealing.org That's sacredspacehealing.org I'm a Reiki master, shamanic practitioner, teacher and seer. Today's podcast looks at the statement Everything happens for a reason. Often we ask ourselves when Things happen beyond our comprehension. Why me? And then we look for a reason. And we go in a number of directions. We can either say this is senseless. It's bad luck. It's someone else's fault. It's my fault. We can say it's karma. We can say we made a mistake. We can say that there's a greater purpose that we don't quite know or can't quite see or fathom at present. We can say everything happens for a reason. The human mind finds it very difficult to understand the senseless. That's why it's senseless, because it doesn't make sense. Children will often uh, excuse excuse their abuse or their abusers and place the blame on themselves. And this is why children who've been abused uh, end up with so many uh, issues involving complex PTSD. Because it's it's a trying to understand the senseless. A child can't understand why the parent or the caregiver suddenly turns against them. It must be something they've done because surely this godlike figure can't be trying to harm them or eradicate them in some way. It must be something they've done. There has to be a reason why this is happening or it makes no sense. That childlike quality exists in all of us, no matter how old we become. And we often create new parents, whether that's God or a guru or Uh, the universe. So when things happen to us that don't make sense or appear to be weird in some way or come out the blue, we need to make sense of it because to not predicates that we live in a universe that is pure chaos. It's uh, often what philosophers have discussed for centuries. It's often what's used in the arguments for and against the existence of God is that there, if there is a higher power, then we look, for that ex- they look, we look for the evidence of that in the existence of order amongst chaos. And those who disprove the existence of God will say, well, there is no order, it is just all chaos. And then we'll cite examples of chaos. So similarly, we have that rift, that conflict within us when the senseless happens. We need to make sense of it, otherwise we're living in this chaotic universe. Otherwise the people around us are chaotic, have gone, ma- have gone mad, are crazy. It makes no sense. So we will often say it's karma, or we will say everything happens for a reason. Over the years, I've experienced pretty much everything that one could experience uh, on this planet in a short space of time. And where I haven't personally gone through that process, I've experienced it through the lives of my clients and my students and the stories that I've been privileged enough to hear and to assist those who come to me with. Nothing really shocks me or amazes me, although it still saddens me and affects me. And what people will often say is, oh, it happened for a reason, there's a reason. You ask them what the reason is and they can't always find the reason. And they often come to healing because they're looking for the reason. What I've come to realize is the stark reality that sometimes there isn't a reason. Sometimes good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. Sometimes the kindest, most enlightened, loving, open, giving, innocent, beautiful people that you could ever cross paths with, that you could ever experience, have the most horrendous, horrific things happen to them that they do not deserve. Their lives are turned upside down. They're betrayed and hurt and humiliated, they suffer. And sometimes the most callous, cruel, selfish, miserly, greedy, duplicitous people that you could ever have the misfortune to meet, have the greatest luck you could ever imagine. They have all the money, they have the accoutrement, They have the relationship, they have the friendship circle. Somehow they always seem to land on their feet. And how is that possible when this person is just frankly quite hideous? Because sometimes there is no sense to the senseless. Sometimes good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. And that's just the way it is. Sometimes life sucks. Sometimes life is cruel and harsh, and sometimes we can't find the reason why. In fact, we may never find the reason why. Maybe it will be revealed to us on our deathbed, maybe not. Maybe if there's an afterlife, we'll realize it then. Maybe if there is heaven and hell, and we are uh, taken to a place of judgment where we account for our lives, we will be told by a higher power, oh, this is why that thing happened to you, and maybe not. But what we can do, what we often try to do, is to make gold out of the experiences that life gives us and that's how we try and make sense of it. For me, it makes more logical, reasonable sense to find the gold in the situation than to find the spiritual truism because often there isn't a spiritual truism. Often shit just happens. But if we can take that manure and use it as fertilizer for the seeds that we wish to plant for our life, then we've become alchemists. Then we're taking a bad situation and making it into a better one as best as we can. However, where people often tie themselves up in knots or spend thousands of pounds, dollars, yen, thousands basically, on trying to find the answer is to find the spiritual truism for why this event occurred. And often there isn't a spiritual truism. You could have done all the work in the world on yourself. You could have lived the cleanest possible life You could have been a yogi, you could have been a vegan, you could have gone to church, synagogue, mosque, temple, every single day, you could have given to charity, you could have done good deeds for this world and still have bad things happen to you. And paradoxically, you could do the worst possible things. You could eat badly, live badly, smoke and drink and abuse your body, you could abuse other people, you could steal and lie and cheat. And still have good things happen which of course begs the question is there a higher power that is watching us at all and even if there is a higher question a higher power in answer to that question even if there is a higher power does that power have the authority to interfere with our free will If there is a higher power and we're allowed to do what we want in this playground of life, when will there be an accountability? And again, we don't have the answer to that. We would like to think as human beings to make sense of the senseless. Oh, well, there'll be a reckoning in the afterlife. This is bad karma, people often say. But what if there is no bad karma? What if there is no reckoning in the afterlife? What if you just die and that's it? And so whether you lived a good bad, a good life or a bad life is irrelevant. It's the experience that you had. We don't have the definitive answer to this, none of us do. We have what we've been told, what we've been brought up in, what we choose to believe, but we don't have the definitive answer. We don't have the definitive proof that if you live a good life, you're rewarded in the afterlife, or you have a good karmic experience. We don't have conclusive proof of that. Nor do we have conclusive proof that if you live a bad life, and if you do things to hurt and harm other people or harm the planet, that there is a punishment for you in the afterlife, or karmically. There isn't proof of that. Irrefutable proof. We just have theories and beliefs and ways that we've been brought up and things that we believe that it is useful for us to believe and conditioning. Therefore, we can never really give a definitive answer to why me, why has this happened? And we constantly strive to find that answer. But perhaps all we can say is sometimes, good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. And life just happens. And what we do with those experiences is what determines the life that we have to some extent. But also it's what characterizes us as humans and as souls on this planet. One person can have one experience and it completely destroy them. And someone else can have the same experience, yet it elevate them. This is why we see people who've had abuse or trauma happened to them, but they have a very different reaction to it. For example, you cannot say that everyone who was abused in their childhood, anyone who had abuse happen to them or trauma happen to them in their childhood, is going to become an abuser. Nor can we say that everyone who experiences that is going to become an addict or somehow be unable to fit into the world. Because there are plenty of examples of people that have had horrific childhoods and have gone on to have incredibly successful lives. Happy lives, fulfilled lives. They've healed to a greater or lesser extent that trauma. And yet there are others that can have perfectly happy childhoods. There was no trauma. There was nothing bad that happened. There was no abuse. Yet they go on to live abusive lives or cause harm to others it can happen maybe those cases are more isolated but it can happen so what is it that you are comfortable with and are you holding on to a spiritual belief or a spiritual phrase simply for safety is it safer to say oh it's karma everything happens for a reason it's okay because in the afterlife i will be rewarded or it's okay because In the afterlife, that person will be punished. Is it safer for you to say that? Does it feel safer? Is it riskier to say something else, such as, there is no reason, bad stuff just happens, good stuff just happens, there is no karma, and there will be no reckoning. The invitation is to place yourself in the place In the space that is more lacking in comfort so if you've held on to a belief that there's karma or that everything happens for a reason how about entertaining the belief that there is no karma and everything doesn't happen for a reason and just see what that gives you even if it's just for a week and how that changes your perception not only of events that happen to you but events that are happening in the world spiritual apathy Uh, Spiritual gaslighting often looks at incredible suffering in the world and says, oh, it's all happening for a reason. It's part of the great reset. Oh, it's karma. And because of that, allows horrific things to happen to people without stepping in, because it's all happening for a reason. But what if we don't have that? as a belief system? What if we look at what's happening in the world, we see the atrocities happening, and we don't say that this is some great reset, that it's all happening for a reason, that it's part of some big plan? What if we say that it's just a grotesque thing to happen? What would that do? Chances are it would force us to mobilize ourselves and make a change in the world. Even our great prophets, who knew often what was coming, You know, who had a sense of where society was going, what miracles were around the corner. Even they didn't sit back and do nothing and say everything happens for a reason. So there's something very interesting about this philosophy that we've adopted and what it gives us, which seems to be a kind of apathy. Because imagine if Jesus had seen what was happening at the time in his society and had said, it's okay, everything happens for a reason. And it's all right because there's karma. So all the injustices that are going on right now, all the people that are suffering, it's okay because everything happens for a reason and there's karma. So I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy my life. I don't have to do anything because this is all happening for a reason. But he didn't do that. He didn't just passively sit back and watch injustice, even though it was happening for a reason, even though the greatest injustice that was happening to him was happening for a reason. He still actively participated in wanting to make a change in the world. Yes, part of what he did was part of, if you want to call, in inverted commas, a mission. But that's sort of sidetracking the issue. He got stuck in way before... Any of that. He got stuck in when he could have sat back and gone, It's alright, that leper's got leprosy for a reason, it's their karma. Oh, that leper's got leprosy because it's happening for a reason. It's to to, to to show us all a lesson. Oh it's okay that prostitute, she's been shunned by society because it's her karma. No, that prostitute is being shunned for a reason. That's not what he did. He reached out to those that were in need and helped them. So therefore, these spiritual, in inverted commas, truisms that we've adopted aren't really doing much. And this is why we see the spiritual gaslighting and apathy and, uh, frankly, nonsense a lot of the time that we see in the world. This is why we don't have our gurus and our yogis taking to the streets and marching and protesting, or even being incensed about what's happening in the world. And often, it's further exacerbated by these people saying, I don't watch the news, it's negative energy, I don't engage with it, Everything is happening for a reason, it's the great reset, there's a plan. So let's go back to that question, why me, why is this happening? and ask yourself what your beliefs are. Is it happening for a reason? Is it karma? Are you being punished? Will there be a reward in the afterlife? Or is it just senseless? And if it is just senseless, can you sit with that and be okay with that and accept that, that sometimes senseless things happen? And sometimes senseless things are caused and precipitated By acts, acts of violence, acts of negativity, acts of jealousy. By underhand individuals, yes, absolutely. But then why did that happen? And we can keep asking why and why and why and never truly get the answers. Sometimes it just does. Sometimes you can be the nicest person in the world and still attract the worst people around you. And sometimes you can be the worst person in the world and still attract the greatest luck around you. Some things just cannot be explained. And can we sit with that and accept that and have peace with that? The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Until the next time.